Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. We are reviewing the 2021 rookie running backs right now on Fantasy Football Today in 5. I'm Adam Azer with Chris Towers, and we had a stud Najee Harris in this class. A lot of promise in Javante Williams, Michael Carter, Elijah Mitchell. Pretty good running back class, actually. It made some good fantasy contributions. So I know Najee Harris is number one for you, and Javante Williams is number two. How far apart are they in your running back rankings or your overall rankings? So right now, I am projecting the Denver Broncos as if Melvin Gordon will not be there and Javante Williams will be the primary back, in which case I have Najee Harris as my number six running back, and I've got Javante Williams as number nine in PPR. I just think what we've seen from that situation in Denver has actually been really good the last couple of seasons. Um you know, the the combination of Melvin Gordon and either, you know, Javante Williams or Philip Lindsay the previous year has been quite productive. And I do think Javante Williams is a good enough player to be a top 12 running back if he's the lead guy. If Melvin Gordon comes back, I think it's going to be harder to to have him much higher than, say, 15 or so. But, you know, even then there's there's upside there beyond that. But Najee Harris, I think, is the, the clear number one guy in this class. And I think there's a, a teardrop after him. Yeah, but I don't think it would be too shocking, especially just based on your rankings three spots apart. If Javante Williams really did get a similar workload for him to be the best, obviously. you know, We saw it only one week with Melvin Gordon out. He had 29 touches. He had 178 total yards. He scored a touchdown. He had six, uh, six catches. He was outstanding, and I think we're excited yeah. for a bigger opportunity. Let's just hope it gets there. New coaching staff for Denver, of course. All right, Michael Carter, Elijah Mitchell... Uh, who's next? Is it one of those two? Who's next at number three? The next three are very closely grouped together. I think for most people, Elijah Mitchell is going to be the RB3 in this group, and I, I can definitely see the case for it. But I actually have Michael Carter as my RB3. I have Travis Etienne actually as my number four. I think, you know, we didn't see him as a rookie, but let's not forget he was the first or the second rookie running back taken. Yeah, second, um, just after Najee. And he's a really, really interesting player with a really fascinating fantasy-friendly skill set. Mitchell is fifth for me. And the problem with Mitchell is not so much that I don't like him or that I don't think he's a good player. I think he is. And obviously, San Francisco produces really, really efficient running backs consistently. The problem is, once you start trying to project what that offense looks like with Trey Lance... It's just kind of a math problem for everyone involved. It's not just Elijah Mitchell that I'm low on. I have Debo, Debo Samuel as wide receiver 13. I have Brandon Ayuk outside of my top 40. George Kittle's tight end 7. It's just, unless Trey Lance is just incredible from day one, you're looking at an offense that might take a step back and is going to have a lot of mouths to feel, feed. And so, you know, Elijah Mitchell... I've got him projected for over a thousand yards and 10 touchdowns, but with a limited passing game role that just makes it hard for him to be much more than a, just a decent RB two for me. 
And how 49ers would it be if Trey Sermon ended up having the... And, and then right. there's also, yeah, I mean, we saw Elijah Mitchell suffer some injuries as a rookie. We've seen that team, you know, kind of go with a hot hand approach at the running back position. It seems like there's a different guy every year. Um, it wasn't supposed to be Elijah Mitchell right. this year. He was the second of their rookie running backs taken. Trey Sermon was the the, the third round pick. I would expect Elijah Mitchell is going to be the lead back, but you know it. That that's part of the problem with an with an offensive system that's as efficient as Kyle Shanahan's is that you know the the differences in talent level may not matter quite as much. And if Trey Sermon does something to impress them in training camp, or Elijah Mitchell does something to lose the trust of the coaching staff, which is what we saw with Brandon Ayuk and and Trey Sermon last season, it sounds like. You know, he could very easily, you know, kind of not be the number one guy at least. All right. So those are the top five for Chris Ramondre. Stevenson is number six. You want to give me 30 seconds on Stevenson? Yeah, it's it's just mostly a question of whether the Patriots decide to move on from Damian Harris. And we don't really have any reason to believe that they will, except that they did with Sony Mitchell at a similar point in his career. But Damian Harris has been you know, a really solid running back in his own right. The thing about Stevenson is he's the one running back in New England who you can see having both the running and the pass-catching role. The pass-catching role obviously has not been as valuable without Tom Brady there, but yeah, he's the one who, if something were to happen to Harris, if he got hurt or if he got benched or if he got traded or whatever, Stevenson would be the only guy who I think you could look at and say, yeah, 240 carries, 50 catches, is within the realm of possibility. I think he has more upside for fantasy than Damian Harris does because I think they're very similar as rushers. And so I've got him at RB36. He's a low-end RB3, and that's mostly as a kind of draft and hold for upside kind of guy. All right, good stuff there on the Thursday show of Fantasy Football Today, the full-length show. They're gonna be, there's going to be a lot of discussion about these uh, year two, going to be year two running backs and and the potential we see in all of them. So thank you very much to Chris Towers. Thanks to all of you for watching and listening. We'll talk to you. Oh, we got another episode tomorrow, actually, with Dave Richard on Fantasy Football Today in 5.